step inside the Welcome to Inside the Wooniverse, Woo Squared. That's a little bit of woo times two. In these shorter episodes, you're going to hear more of me, like an audio journal on universal topics like abundance, resilience, working with the moon, manifestation, meditation, and much, much more. Inside the Wooniverse. Okay, so now I'm going to open up the journal. Okay, this is my very first time I heard you rumblings of you writing this yes, earlier sure this did. year, right? And then lots of, lots of rumblings. And I am, you know, I love Oracle cards. I love journaling. So together, this is the baby of both. So here we go. For our ASMR friends who love to hear the crinkles, I'm opening up the package right now. And whoa, look at this thing. Oh, isn't it beautiful? First of all, oh, it smells amazing. I just want to say that. Fresh paper, <laughs> fresh paper journal. I love that smell too. I can't believe that you have never, you and I have never talked about that. Oh my gosh. Like it, like, as soon as September comes, oh, I go into Staples and smell it. Yes. And sometimes. <laughs> the paper, like even the wax yeah. of the crayons, the pens. Okay. It's all great. Yeah. So yeah. this journal is absolutely beautiful. Designed by... Hay House. Okay, not Brooke. No, I think Brooke and Hay House got together to do this together, but it was, I have to tell you, it's a real labor of love. This was my most favorite project besides actually channeling Oracle cards because, you know, I receive the content for each Oracle card deck that I do. But this was a real labor of love for me because it was the first time I was able to put the two together for people to really understand that working with Oracle cards on their own, solo, could be such a deep and meaningful and rich experience without them using the cards to kind of like fortune tell, if you will, like what's going to happen. It's not about that. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's being able to see yourself, to know yourself, to really find parts of you that you might have lost along the way of your journey. And the cards can help you. It's just so incredible when you start to realize that you, your pen, and the deck can together give you, yes, such an access to spirit too. Like it really is a spiritual awakening. This whole thing here is designed for that. This is amazing. It's called the Oracle Card Journal, a daily practice for igniting your insight, intuition, and magic. What you just said sounds like all of the above. So let's open it up. This is the first time I'm okay. ever seeing it. This is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm really happy. Ooh, this is so nice. It is so nice. Okay. So what's amazing about this book is that it looks like you have a card a day where you can write the info on one side and draw what the card means to you. But then you have what is being revealed today for my highest good, which yeah, is amazing. So could you maybe talk to us a little bit about like, first of all, can you use any deck with this? Do you have a... Yes, you absolutely can. You can use anybody's deck. Depend, You know, the best decks that work with this process are decks that are true divination systems. And I don't know what those are necessarily. I have suggestions of other people's decks besides my own in the back of the book, you know, resources, recommended decks, et cetera. These are all decks that I've actually held, held in my hand. But I, I have to say that you would feel that connection. And then the gist of this is to do this for 40 days solid, because that's when you start to see the real evidence that you are not only connected to you, like yourself, right? Yourself and your journey, but you are plugged in 
to this higher self that reveals itself to you on the pages without you knowing it's coming. Like that's kind of the best way I could describe this, that there's a higher self that all of us have that we don't always have access to because we get so caught in human uh, issues, you know, like all the things that are going on day to day, which we don't realize our soul, you know, our higher self, that connection to spirit that is immortal, that knows why we're here, that knows our deepest longing and yearning that we don't spend enough time with that comes through every time. And it's perfect for people who love to journal, you know, and, and now it's added something else, but it's also for perfect for people who have a hard time journaling because it gives you a subject. Yes. And you have all these beautiful prompts. So just to pick up on what you just said. So it's like, this is a 40 day invitation, initiation yep. to getting more insight into your relationship with spirit and into your, with your higher self. Yep. Now, do you recommend that a person uses the same deck for all 40 days to really strengthen that or what's your, yeah. You know, what's interesting that that's something that never even occurred to me because I do use multiple decks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. So if somebody has multiple decks and they're already an aficionado, yes. if you will, they love Oracle cards or whatever, I say you can swap out your decks. Why not? Mm -hmm. According to how you feel that day. But if you're relatively new and you haven't really developed a relationship to a particular deck. Now, this is Oracle cards. Yes. This isn't tarot, right? This is definitely specifically for Oracle cards. And, you know, you're just new to one particular system, which is like the deck because they're each deck is its own little universe. It's different than the tarot, which is a system that's always going to be reliable and always going to be there. It's a fixed system and this is more fluid. So you want to work with the same deck. Right. Okay. Yep. So that's if you're new, right? So I personally, me personally, I would mix it up. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you love, like you said, if you're called to a different deck every day, go for it. Yeah. If there's no real hard or fast rules, it's like, what do I feel drawn to today? Like sometimes I'll take Rebecca's cards, Rebecca Campbell. Sometimes I'll pull from, uh, I don't know, what what can I tell you? I mean, I've, I have 14 decks, so I will switch out my own decks. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously most comfortable with my decks because I know my decks will be reliable in terms of the fact that they were created um, they were inspired by ancient divination practices. So I already know that the lexicon is going to work or the vocabulary will work Absolutely. and reflect back to me what is true. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel my card decks are reliable. But I, there are lots of people who make great card decks. So, you know, you have to know which one you're drawn to or, or one za, like again, multiple ones and pick those. You know, there's you don't have to just use mine. Yeah. And if you even don't have a deck, I just want to give a little plug to your digital cards because you have a few different digital decks online at colletbaronreed.com. That you can do for free. Exactly. So you can go to my website, colletbaronreed.com and go and check them out for free. Um, and then you can also uh, buy a deck. And if you want a digital deck, you can also go to Beauty Everywhere, which is an app online. And they have quite a few of my decks that you oh, can great. purchase. Um, you know, for use on your phone, or you have the hard copy decks, which is really what I suggest. Um, I always say the digital deck is your secondary deck for your purse. Um, you know, you buy that. I always have two versions of my decks or the decks that I like, and I have like a hard copy at home, and I'm not going to lug them all around in my purse. And then I have my phone, which is the Beauty Everywhere app now that Hay House no longer uh, does apps. So all my decks are pretty much on the Beauty Everywhere app. 
I have another question about this journal. So I love when you get sciencey. You know, I love when you get sciencey. Yes, yes. So you mentioned oracular consciousness in the journal. I did. Can you please share with us oracular consciousness, the definition, and how oracle cards work? with that consciousness. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, let's just riff on that because it is one of my favorite subjects. So oracular consciousness indicates that we have inherently within us the capacity to receive an oracle or wise guidance from the world around us, from a card deck or from whatever system of divination that we have in front of us to understand it and to immediately apply it through the mechanism of synchronicity. So Oracular consciousness reminds us that we are spiritual beings having the human experience and that we are intuitive beings. So intuitive intelligence and oracular consciousness are kind of cousins. When you think about that, the kind of consciousness that we're talking about tunes into the peripheral world and the hidden world, the world that is not measurable by the five senses that you can't necessarily see with your naked eye, but that is all around us and is always giving us information. So it's this sense that we have, this really sensitive radar, if you will, that every one of us is equipped with. So oracular consciousness is like psychic radar. We just have not been taught how to turn it on. Many of us have, obviously. There's like, that's why it's so popular now, because people are starting to recognize that every single human being Mm. on the planet, hello, (laughs) (laughs) has this. But it's a specific type of consciousness that can really help us because oracular consciousness also uh, is connected to the desire for the universe to always be in harmony, Mm. right? So uh, we know that if you look at the metronome experiment, for example, and you see them, when you see those metronomes and they go out of sync, there's a video on the internet, it's very famous, right? And you make one go this way and the rest of them are going this way. And all of a sudden they start to get coherent with each other in sync, right? There's a sync that happens. So the universe is always alive. It is in itself is conscious and it is always seeking harmony. So when it's out of harmony, when it's disharmonious, when it's, you know, all over the place, it's the reason why chaos happens is because the things that don't work that need to go get replaced by something else. And there's that disharmony in the center of it, or they're trying to get rid of the disharmony to bring things back into harmony, right? So the consciousness that I'm talking about always tunes into that. The layman's term is the highest good of all, right? So what is the highest good of all, which isn't necessarily the highest good of the ego wants. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. It's the need of us being a part of a system, a grand system of millions of people that are here on behalf of the conscious universe because we're made by it. And so we're used by it. If we allow ourselves to be used in such a way for the highest good, miracles can and do happen. So that's how Oracle cards work. Okay. I was just going to say, so Oracle cards are also part of that symphony of tools like us and cards together. Yeah. So the cards are a tool that serves to give structure to the language and vocabulary of oracular consciousness, of the potentials. And so 
my card decks and many others. I mean, we're we're introducing people on our on the inside the universe, which is super exciting because there's a lot of people now that are delving into this, that are going back in time and looking at some of our ancestral divination tools, etc. Like for me, I went back to the like way back when. You know, what does this mean? What does well, how did they do that? And then, well, what could it mean now? So, what does every divination tool have in common, or intuitive tool have in common? Is they work off a system. And they work off a vocabulary. I always like to think of oracle cards as a dialect of the tarot. Like, right? So the tarot is a very a fixed system of 78 cards. They're always going to have the same symbols, et cetera. It's reliable. It's why that you have these big tarot communities. Whereas oracles are like different dialects, you know, different versions of the more fixed interpretations. Systems. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Oh my God, that's so beautiful so accurate. They're innovative, right? So for (laughs) me, it's right. It's true. It's like they're innovated. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I create Oracle cards. I love the tarot. No question. I mean, I've used it and taught it for years, but I got really interested in oracles. I got very interested in oracles and creating them because of the fluidity of them. And you could actually create a different type of vocabulary that potentially could still speak to the archetypal universal experience of all human beings because we're just human, but also to reflect what could happen or we could experience as we evolve in the modern world as modern people. And the nuances of all those things, because it's a thing plus all the variations of that thing, right? It's like... Right, it's, it's nuanced. Absolutely. it's it, That's amazing. And with the journal, it's like you're able to make all these connections and with the act of writing, really be able to kind of absorb. Is that also the idea of like when you're writing it down, that makes further connections? What's really cool, and again, using the terminology oracular consciousness, that um, you can lose yourself in writing, right? So that's the thing. That's why I really want people to use this Oracle Card Journal and use anybody's deck. If you find a brand new deck creator that's never done it before, but you think their deck is so fantastic, go for it. If you find a teacher that you think is really cool and you love what they stand for and you like their deck, go for that. Like, or go for mine because I can tell you about mine. But the point is this was created so that anybody's Oracle deck could work with it because the point of it is for you to allow the card, whatever card that you pick to awaken the oracular consciousness within you. And then you move yourself out of the way as you just let your pen go. And it's so cool because all of a sudden you get out of your mental construct of analysis of this is me writing this down about my life and into all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, you know, this is, you end up almost channeling. And I could say actually that is the correct word for channeling. Not, it's not that you're channeling some entity like my friend, um, you know, he has disease. He got a great book out. Lee, um, Lee Harris. Lee Harris, mm-hmm. exactly who I adore. But it's not channeling energies or entities. It's really channeling your higher self. That is the seat of oracular consciousness, is the higher self that does not define itself by your mortality. Mm. And everybody has it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like we kind of have to un. Like it's a way for you to bypass your conditioning. And I will use that term. That's a very popular term these days that, you know, we're not spiritually bypassing anything. What you're doing is bypassing your conditioning, Absolutely, <laughs> you know, yeah. that actually prevent you from tuning into that extraordinary consciousness that you have access to. You don't have to, you just have to turn it on 
this is a way for you to turn it on and exercise it. And the cards are the door openers. They're like the keys, open a door, the subject comes up. And then all of a sudden- You enter. Yeah, you enter a different dimension. Really, you really do. You enter a different dimension of consciousness and all of a sudden information comes to you. Things that you don't even know you know. This is what I know happens to people when they use this. Absolutely. And connections that you didn't even consider all of a sudden are like, how could I have never considered this exact connection or this pattern or this, you know, fill in the blank, right? Well, this is a way for people to also midwife their own epiphanies. Mm. Right. Yes. It's a give birth to your own epiphanies. You know, I, I always say too that in Oracle school and the school that I have, which is all about personal transformation, we use Oracle cards as the main tool to navigate that. You know, use any deck because this is going to work with any deck. And the ones that it works best with are the ones that you know are created to be a divination system. So that's the other thing. It's like, because why? Because that means that person's intention was you to look at this as a system of conversation between you and the divine as opposed to a thought for the day. It's different. Yeah. That's right. And you even list, like you said, you have an index in the back where you've given some recommendations and you have some of our Inside the Wooniverse friends like Chris Ann and Crystal Banner listed as well um, and Kyle Gray. So one more question for you. Sure. (laughs) I have another question. Your journal is, the container is a 40 day practice, right? right? So do you have any guidance for someone? Like, is there any preparation? Like, I know people, like you said, they they will or won't or they don't have to, but what would you say to someone who really wants to like squeak the most out of this experience and really gain the most? How could they prepare? Don't overanalyze it. Okay. Just go with it and see where it leads you. It's like, be curious. I think the best advice I could give anybody, and this is kind of what I think is our superpower anyway, like oracular consciousness is open through curiosity and to recognizing that your imagination is in service to your soul. Your intuition is in service to your soul and therefore it is in service to all of humanity. Mm-hmm. Now that's Love it. kind of big statement that I just said, but just be curious and see what comes up. And you know, the, the inscription at the top of the temple at Delphi says, know thyself, right? That was, you know, the most famous place, the sacred site in Greece and ancient Greece, you know, where we get a lot of our oracles from and that oracle at Delphi, that was an institution in Greece and people would come to visit the oracle at Delphi. And it didn't say, come and get your future told. It said, know thyself. And that means that within that, that we are powerful co-creative beings and all of us, regardless of our conditioning, have the capacity within us to give birth to miracles. I really believe that. And we can do what is best for everybody, where no matter where we sit, even though we have, may have contributed to pain, suffering, who the hell knows, right? You know what I mean? It's like we all have a part to play in the big giant play of life. But what this enables us to do is get back to the core of who we really are. And that's what all oracles are for wise guidance that are reflected both by you, your higher self, but also in communication with the conscious universe that has something to say. You know, if we're willing to listen, our conditioning is what has prevented us from really genuinely hearing it. We typically listen through a lens or a filter that was provided to us by the people who came before, by our society, by the constructs that we don't even agree with. If we were to really sit down and go, okay, this is what I've just, I've been taught and like, oh, because that's happening right now. We're, we're questioning how we've been conditioned. 
It's so interesting as you're talking, the analogy that comes to mind is like, we were all once upon a time only able to listen to radio stations. And so we had to hear (laughs) what their playlists were and people, not us, decided what we listened to and what was good and the top 10 and this and that. Then all of a sudden with all the streaming opportunities and of course, independent records, but also streaming opportunities, we can now make our own playlists. And so it's like cultivating a playlist, cultivating what do I really love that, you know, is beyond the top 10 or whatever, but, and to the point that you made, right? The Oracle cards (laughs) are like a playlist, right? This is like you getting to know, right? Thyself. And, and when you know yourself, you know other people because things are reflected back and lessons. If you make decisions and intentions out of the highest good of all, it's, it is the ultimate set it and forget it because it means everyone's taken care of everybody's considered and it may not, well, may not slash likely not be exactly what you want, but it will be what no, everybody sometimes needs. sometimes it's not at all. Exactly. It'll be what That's everybody right. needs. And how great is that, that everyone gets something? And, and that really is very abundant. I love how you always say that Oracle cards are the new self-care. Yes. What does that mean to you? And how do you feel this journal is in companion to that concept of self-care? I love that you asked me that question. And uh, eventually it won't be the new self-care. It'll just be part of it. But I think that working with Oracle cards as part of your self-care program enables you to have a greater understanding of yourself and what you're dealing with, but also to love yourself more. I think the big, and to not see yourself ever as broken. That's the other thing. It's, you know, I know that there's this it's really buzzy right now to talk about trauma and to talk about, you know, healing and wellness and all these things. But I like to come to the, yes, all those things are true. But I also know that every one of us, we have wholeness already inherent in us. It's like, I believe that we were born blessed, uh, that we were the original blessing, the teachings of Matthew Fox, right? All of these kind of, you know, teachers that say, don't look for what is broken. Look to choose the healed part, you know, and, and as opposed to staring constantly at what's going wrong. And working with Oracle cards, I think, gives you a quick and very intimate relationship between you and your higher power. And that's also, I think, that if you can have that intimate relationship with your higher power, and if Oracle cards are the way in which you can navigate that and can actually facilitate that. You're already on that wellness, self-care, because the self that gets lost is not the ego self, it's the soul, you know, that we were trying to retrieve a part of ourselves that just got ignored. And the soul self knows that we live with the earth. We are part of it, not on top of it. Like there is a wisdom and like oracular consciousness is a wisdom that all of us have. And when we tap into that wisdom, we stop doing the things that cause us harm and cause other people harm. And it's it's a big statement that I'm making right now, Sounds, but these are just some of the thoughts that I have if we could make this a habit. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. This is so much fun, everybody. So it's the Oracle Card Journal, a daily practice for igniting your insight, intuition, and magic by me, Colette Baron-Reed. This is going to get you really, really good at reading for yourself 
and to really be able to dive in and to start a new journal exercise, which is really, really, really good to reduce stress and to access your creativity, your intuition. And when I say it, you can also spark your your own inner magic. Like that is the truth too. It, it really helps manifest, keep you in that flow state when you're looking to manifest things in your life. So go get it. Okay, that's great. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to dig in. It's out today. Okay. Woohoo. Woo Squared is a production of Universal Network Studios. A special thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuy, executive producer, Connie Deletti, story editor, Julie Fink, and post-production audio by Lonnie Carmichael. Original theme music by Jerry Mosby. And all other music you hear in this episode is courtesy of APM Music. If you love what you are hearing and want to keep up to date on episode releases, bonus content, and prize giveaways, please visit us at itwpodcast.com. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us next time for another episode of Inside the Universe, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Inside the Universe.